There is some debate as to when the first cocktail party, an occasion where mixed drinks are served without a substantial meal, was held and in which country. What is known is that a whole host of accessories were created to service the ritual of the cocktail hour. Cocktail glasses, cocktail shakers, cigarette lighters, cigarette holders, vanity cases and handbags, all catering to the consumer who saw the cocktail as a statement of personal style and sophistication. Similar to an afternoon tea, the cocktail party was the perfect compromise, allowing guests to stay for only a short time without creating excessive work for the host. Designers such as René Lalique in France and Keith Murray in England produced many examples of Art Deco paraphernalia. Among them, Lalique's geometrically embellished glassware, seen here, epitomizes the style. And this Mappin and Webb cocktail shaker, with its glamorous surface finish in electroplated nickel, silver and chrome, not only demonstrates its adoption of the new style to create wholly new objects of use, but also belies its suitability for industrial mass production. The popularity of the cocktail party also saw independent women, now freed of domestic responsibilities, pursue their own pleasures as aggressively as men. No longer restricting themselves to a polite glass of wine, a cocktail was hard liquor for the new woman. liquor fueled post-war parties broke with the social norms and traditional gender roles of previous generations. Flappers consumed their cocktails to forget the past and indulge in the present. This display of luxury cocktail items seems to sum up the life of the rich and leisured classes during the period. A life that's satirised by Evelyn Waugh in his classic novel of Mayfair in the 20s, Vile Bodies. The bright young things partook of a life that was one long series of parties. Masked parties, savage parties, Victorian parties, Greek parties, Wild West parties, Russian parties, circus parties, parties where one had to dress as somebody else, almost naked parties in St John's Wood, parties in flats and studios and houses and ships and hotels and nightclubs, in windmills and swimming baths, tea parties at school, where one ate muffins and meringues and tinned crab. Parties at Oxford, where one drank brown sherry and smoked Turkish cigarettes. Dull dances in London and comic dances in Scotland and disgusting dances in Paris. All that succession and repetition of massed humanity. Those vile bodies. Music